Welcome to Vince's Last Drink. My name's Vince Hero. My last drink was 336 nights ago. How the fuck are you? How's your Saturday? Mine's going great. Um, thank you for all the feedback in relation to Freestyle Friday. That may just... I think that's just going to be a one-off. There was too much... Um, sort of shame afterwards <laughs> I felt deep shame after doing that but you know what can you do here we are I've been uh, what have I been doing today fucking chores nothing exciting read my book did some fucking writing this book's got me uh, it's got me thinking though I have to say talks a lot about you know uh, what do they call it un tethered thinking is that it talking about not having you know ceilings in in the way that you think and i realized so many fucking ways i just think like a small little bitch you know over time you just kind of pick up these limitations you know things people say that you just take on face value you absorb people's opinions, and then all of a sudden, that's fucking the way you think. And uh, this book's kind of challenging a lot of that, which I'm, I'm enjoying, if I'm honest with you. I really, after doing some of the detective work mentally, I blame Weary End of High School for 80% of my limiting beliefs. Because... Self-discovery is all about assigning blame. It's not, but it is about understanding where you... Where, what made you think the way that you think. And, you know, I pulled out that fucking... I plucked that percentile out of midair, but I do... I do notice that if I trace the roots in terms of my limited beliefs... Um, often they lead back to that fucking shithole. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what the decision-making process was behind me going there. I sort of vaguely remember my dad just leaving it to me to decide as a fucking ten-year-old, eleven-year-old, or whatever. But uh, in fairness to them, you know their frame of reference in terms of what a healthy, happy childhood looked like was based on, you know, Northern Ireland in the 60s, 60s and, and 70s, which was a fucking, you know, there had to have been a conversation at some point where my dad was just like, sure, there's no fucking tanks or bombs. It's fucking, how bad can it be? Sure. And, you know, a culture of toxic thinking is a little harder to detect than deadly sectarian warfare so you know probably should recognize that getting to australia for them from belfast was probably a a fucking victory of sorts regardless of the fact that we were in a shithole neighborhood in australia with a bunch of criminals doesn't matter doesn't matter to them, they just probably thought, oh, look, well, fuck, we're, we're not too far away from the beach. We got the sun. Um, 
if you're a kid from Northern Ireland, especially back in their day, you know, that's some fabled shit. So they did well. It just happened to be that I couldn't give a shit about the fucking sun. I was more concerned with trying to mask my accent so it didn't get punched. I took a moment to reflect today and I recounted that I can remember at least six times <laughs> where I've been sucker punched at that fucking school. And I'm not talking about facing off with someone, you know, and then them sort of sneaking one in when you're not ready. I'm talking about minding my own fucking business, keeping to myself, just having my own little teenage thoughts, and then just getting a fucking random punch in the head. And when you say it out loud like that, it is incredibly funny. But that couldn't have been good for my mental health. I wonder why I got a fucking temper. Two times I could remember from the same kid. And I didn't even fucking know the guy. I didn't. What kind of target did I have on my head? And why? I never said a fucking word to this cunt. I remember just walking. Just walking. I was walking amongst the fucking. Just a herd of school kids. On the way to class. And. Then all of a sudden, this fucking shithead, I remember him, I can picture his face, he had fucking blonde hair, this fist just comes raining down out of the sky. And it was, it was actually really well orchestrated, if I look at it from an outside perspective, it was very clearly planned. Even as a victim, I can recognize that. The execution, very impressive. It must have been discussed beforehand because each of his little, he had two boys with him, right? Two of his boys and they each had a a role to play. The first guy, he kind of bumped into me a little bit, apologized over the top apology, confused the shit out of me. The second guy, he kind of apologized as well and kind of, I don't know if he held my shoulders or something, but he, he ducked down, he lowered his head. And then this blonde piece of shit just jumped over his back <laughs> and just landed this fucking air punch like Ken in Street Fighter 2. And again, saying it out loud, very funny. But, you know, I was just trying to get the fucking home, home group. Anyway, doesn't matter. It is amazing though how deep I can I can go with these fantasies of confronting some of these fucking losers as a fully grown adult. Because maybe one day I'll get to a place of maturity where you know, when I hear that another one of them's either dead or addicted to ice or in jail maybe there'll be a day where I won't think Good. <laughs> Good. I'm definitely not fucking there yet, though. Anyway. Every school had bullies, didn't it? Back then. Mine were just ones whose faces are seared in my memory for the rest of my life.
So on that note, <laughs> I hope you have a great Saturday. And even if you don't, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take it easy.